2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. This is how you remind people you're a diva from beyond the grave. For the second and final day of your viewing, Aretha Franklin underwent a costume change.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love
2: this so much. In the casket? So much. On Tuesday, she was decked out all in red and lying in a gold casket. But yesterday... She wore a blue dress and matching heels and her casket was bronze. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I love it. Aretha's funeral takes place tomorrow at Greater Grace Temple in Detroit. Ariana Grande has been added to a list of performers that also includes Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia, Faith Hill, and Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Aretha's family invited Ariana after watching her sing You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman on The Tonight Show, where she did a beautiful job. Speakers are going to include Bill Clinton. Smokey Robinson, Jesse Jackson, Cicely Tyson, Clive Davis, just to name a few. But how about that? Costume change. It's kind of funny. But I get it. I mean, totally. I I, I think I would have almost noticed if it would have been the same outfit two days in a row.
3: Rita would never show up. Do you think that was <laughs> something that she was... Talking about with the people told in her end days, make sure to do that.
2: She may have, or maybe they, everybody just who knew her
3: knew.
1: Yeah. Well, you the know? casket change is interesting to me. Ever? Like, Ugh. the outfits, I kind of understand, but from one to the other, that's interesting. Well, it's got to match the dress. I know. It's got to go with the dress. <gasps> I'm just, just saying, it's a
2: little odd. <laughs> Which one will they actually use, if either? And then what do they do with the other one? Can't you see that being oh, sold somewhere, ew. auctioned off somewhere, or in like you the rock and Roll Hall of Fame? In one of Aretha Franklin's caskets. Yeah. This is the weirdest conversation. I, ew, yeah. I don't know I if mean, I can't like you it. Can't you totally see that though happening? It popping up somewhere? Congratulations, Aaron Rodgers, $180 million contract extension.
3: Wow. Does that make him the most highest paid guy? It seems yep. like he might be.
2: For a year, $134 million, which could turn into $180 million overall. Annual salary, thirty-three point five.
1: Not bad. We had that conversation yesterday, a little later in the morning, about people that are overpaid. You think he might be a little overpaid?
2: <laughs> I don't know. How much money is the team making? I don't know. A how lot, yeah, How much, <laughs> much money are the networks making off of Aaron Rodgers? I don't wow. know. Wow. So, Ed Sheeran, this is really cool. I think this could be very cool. Danny Boyle, he directed movies that you might remember, like Slumdog Millionaire, Spotting*. Well, he just finished filming a new movie with Ed. There's no title yet, but here's the plot. A singer-songwriter wakes up one day and realizes he's the only person in the world who remembers the Beatles. So, of course, he's going to use that to his professional advantage. Now, Ed Sheeran is not the lead character. He actually plays himself. He discovers this guy and he takes him on tour, and of course, the dude gets way bigger than Ed thanks to all of his Beatles. <laughs> I wrote that? a new song. It's
3: called Penny Lane. <laughs> I, know. I
2: know. And this is about a girl I once named her name Ed once knew her name was Jude. <laughs> I mean, I just think it could be really great. So I think that could be fun. But Ed says they shot it around loads of my gigs. So it was a very intense two months. Said I was playing myself, so I don't think I was that bad. There wasn't much to mess up. So I guess the movie comes out next September.
1: So what's the deal with Ed Sheeran? There was all that speculation that he might have secretly married his high school sweetheart. Was that, you Uh, know, I haven't heard any confirmation from
3: him, but he's known for being kind of a secretive dude and not putting himself out there for everybody. And until he writes a song about his ex-girlfriend Ellie Goulding. Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so they they were interviewing him and they said, hey, you know, you've been engaged for however many months. How's the wedding planning going? Where is it going to be? Who's going to be invited? Do we have a date yet? And he basically did a little smirk and pointed to his finger, which had a wedding band on it. Oh, To uh, me, that says he's married. So,
2: so then and how do definitely people not married. notice that? You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. I'm a reporter... And they had a wedding band on. I would notice that right away. Immediately, you're like, Just hey. like if I was sitting down with, you know, the girlfriend of somebody famous or a famous woman. And out of nowhere, she's got a huge rock on her hand. I well,
1: noticed I do know that. I remember Michael Buble. I went to see him in concert one time. And he was talking about, I think, in Argentina, um, the men wear mm-hmm. a ring as well. Like, even before they're married, it's kind of...
2: rain wilson Tolls, you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any
1: major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts like an engagement ring like they wear A their ring thing. too <laughs> so maybe that's what I, ed
3: that sharing had yeah. on either way congrats to ed now or in the future
2: You want me to do this story? Yes. About Kanye? Yes, Kanye West. You know Kanye, well this was a couple of weeks ago, Jimmy Kimmel asked him how he knew that President Trump cared about black people, and when he asked him, Kanye seemed a little stumped, and then Jimmy went to commercials, so Kanye never really had an opportunity to answer the question, okay? Mm -hmm. So he finally got to his answer yesterday, but... He paused for 26 seconds. And then this is what he said.
0: I don't get my information from books. I get my information from the spirit. I feel it. I go with my gut. I sit on, you know, the telethon. I say, George Bush don't care. But I sit at that award show and say, oh, this is some bullshit I'm got to to go up in there. I sit against all odds and say, I'm going to put this hat on and let's see what happened now. You know, the thing is. In high school, people was always trying to tell me what I could do, what I couldn't do. Can't wear the tight pants. Don't dress like the guy, wear these cross colors. You know, be in this gang, don't be in this gang. Like everyone always my whole life been trying to tell me what to do. I got a pretty good track record of being right about stuff. So Hmm. let's see, because now we got a direct line. That's one of the things, I got a direct line to Adidas. I got a direct line to the president. And let's see what happens with it and how I apply that to the city because I'm going to apply it.
2: All right. Well, that's the background for the answer about President Trump. Do we have that piece to you?
0: Sure. Maybe. I don't know.
3: Just, just, Just clicking on stuff. Let's
0: see. Politicians are politicians. It's not one that's particularly better than the other. And I understand as black people... You know, that we had eight years where we loved the idea of a black president, and now it seems like we took a step backwards to where we only saw, you know, white presidents our entire life. I'm a very transparent person. I like transparency. I like exposure. I want to be exposed to the information so I can make my decision. And I knew that this rogue personality was going to allow me to see and understand and allow my brothers to understand what we were dealing with. We talk about get out, woke, or that that flash of light or something. Right. That's a flash of light to us as an entire community to see things that we wasn't seeing when Obama was in office. That was still happening. It's like we as a collective wasn't woke.
2: And then what he said about Trump. He said he will do the things that are necessary to make that happen because he's got an ego like all the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to be the greatest president. He knows that he can't be the greatest president without the acceptance of the black community. So there you go.
3: Of course, we, we got an answer. We weren't provided with that. that with that clip, I know, which one. is I,
2: the one part of the question, which is so funny. But yeah, politicians are politicians. I agree. And he says he loves them all the same. He loves Bernie. He loves Hillary. He loves President Obama. So, you know, the one thing about the way that Kanye answered the question is it didn't seem like it was a pre-planned speech. It didn't sound like he was preaching. It wasn't That's a rant. probably... The calmest, most rational answer, whether it makes sense to anybody or not, Mm -hmm. he was calm and it seemed like he was speaking from an authentic, rational place. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.